Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Good morning. My father used to say that. I don't know if he got it from like a radio show or something. No, thinking, no, I'm thinking of Coast to Coast AM. You're thinking of the Truman Show. <sighs> no, that's good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. My father would say, ladies and gentlemen, whatever the case may be, but on Coast to Coast AM, George Norrie says, good morning, good evening, wherever you are, across the nation, across the land. Uh, fuck, I forget the rest. Oh, that's a terrible introduction. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's, How's your butt? Good morning. Good morning. This, it's Christmas. This Christmas. This episode is very late. Uh, apologies. We are living triple the lives that normal people should be living right now. That's and right. Um, here we are. And this is going to be the best episode ever. I'm going to put my feet up right here. In fact, I just gave Matt a manicure. True. And he has his feet resting on my chair. True. We're very close right now. True. I didn't massage your hands, but I did rub lotion into your little fingernails. How did it feel doing a manicure again? I hated it. Yeah. I hated every second of it. You sure did? I was like, oh, when is this going to be over? I don't do this anymore. It's funny. That's how I thought I was going to feel. Getting your nails done. Did you like it? No. Because I didn't like it. I feel like, did you actually try? Wow, he says as <laughs> he looks at his nails. My favorite part was when you were doing my left hand. I look at my right hand. I'm like, so are you done? <laughs> are you sure? Look at them. They look great. I guess so. I just don't. You guess so? Like you're making me feel shitty. I suppose. You are making me feel something. Why are you doing that? Oh gosh, I'm I'm injecting you with emotions. How dare you? You're, you're in a bad mood. You're a powerful. You're in a sorcerer. bad mood. You're in a bad mood. Um so You're you're sitting there and you go, "Look at Gilda, she's so cute." And then you look at Jack and you go, "Look at Jack. You're so cute." And then I I said, Jack, I say, tell, tell mommy to look at me. And he wouldn't do it. No. And then he goes, dad, come with me. Come into the office. <laughs> and we go into the office and he comes in and he goes, okay, what do we say to her? <laughs> and I go, say, say, mommy, look at dad. He's such a hunk. And I go, can you say that? He goes, why are you, why are you choking on your water? No, I'm sorry. It's rude. like a hunk. <laughs> you're kidding. You're making me feel bad now. <laughs> oh, your feet are in my face. Do they smell? No, you're okay. Anyway, sorry. Oh, right down the wrong pipe. This is terrible. Should we start over? No, this is the show. Oh, God damn it. I hate this. <laughs> the people from Vulture are listening, Glennis. Oh my God, you guys, we're a comedy podcast. I said, we're not a relationship podcast. And then Vulture swooped in. That's what they do. They swoop. And they said, hey, here's a comedy podcast we're listening to. And they listed a little old us. That was nice. That was a nice surprise. Yes. 
finish your story about Jack? So he says, what do we, what do we say to her? And I go say, say, mom, mommy, look at daddy. He's such a hunk. And I go, can you say that? And he goes, no. I'm like, okay. He goes, no, what do we say to her about her being in a bad mood? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got nothing for you. I got to go finish the dishes. Yeah, I'm running out of it. You're quite Mr. Housewife lately. It's very cute. You can be a housewife. I'm not. It's very sexist. So what should I say? I'm. Husband? No. <laughs> Domestic partner. I'm cleaning the house. Yeah, you're a nice little housewife. Well, it's again regressive. It's a our. It's like our roles have reversed because you were working so much as of late, and now I'm working so much. Right. So our roles have reversed, whereas. I was working so much all the time and coming home and doing like a half-assed job cleaning the house. Now you're working a lot and I'm still working a lot and I'm doing Oh, you're a f- working a lot. What a are you full-time, doing? Full time I'm I'm shooting commercials. I'm oh. I'm doing shows. Oh. I'm so writing submissions. Hard. It's so hard. It is. And I get no support from my it's domestic so situation. Hard. I don't even call you my wife anymore. I call you my domestic situation. (laughs) I think this is a relationship podcast. I think so. We haven't known from the beginning. Truly, that was our first episode. I think. I'm pretty sure. It seems like this is a relationship podcast. It seems like it. Here's my favorite thing about my job. I'm looking through all of the old inventory lists that they have done on the computer every person that's been a gm has made a new inventory sheet instead of just like amending one sheet so there are 12 inventory sheets on the computer and one of them is called inventory master inventory possibly right (laughs) what yeah yeah you're gonna find like two sets of books i mean really I'm like, what is happening? It's so funny. <laughs> well, straighten it out. You you shouldn't read other people's inventories, though. Oh, you're cute and clever. You're you. cute and clever and booty, tooty, fruity. Hunk of a husband I have. I know. I said to him, I was like, go tell mommy. Look at daddy. What a hunk. And he, I'm like, can you say that? No. <laughs> All right, pal. All right, guy. Let me see how it is. It's fucking windy outside, huh? Hasn't it been windy lately? It's been so windy lately, hasn't it? I remember exactly where we were sitting in New York when you said that to me, and I burst out laughing, and then you put it in your show. True. I thought it was the funniest thing. I don't know why. Well, they say that Bob Dylan doesn't understand what's good about Bob Dylan. Yeah, you don't have to understand it. You just have to... Yeah. It's not for you to understand, man. It's for the people to dissect, man. I think the the Grateful Dead were the same way. Makes sense. Because, like, they just, they couldn't do the, like, Gracie Allen is a great example. Oh, she was amazing. George Burns told a story about her that um, there was some routine they did. This is when it was a live act. And um, uh, Jack Benny would come and watch the show all the time. And uh, he said that there was some, 
let's say it was the uh, you know the 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 Grand Canyon routine, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently uh, Jack Benny said to, to to Grace Allen like I my favorite thing that you do is when you do the Grand Canyon routine, and she didn't know why it was funny, and then that changed her perception of it perception of it Mm -hmm. and then it never worked again after that and Mm -hmm. then they had to drop her from the act oh wow benny fucked it you fucked it all up it's that because it's that thing of like well because it wasn't she she never approached it as i'm trying to be funny no she was just gracie yeah and then when then once it was like oh this is funny then she's trying to be funny ruined it that's why i don't have a career truly because I just no, tried I understand. To be funny. Yeah, and then five minutes, five seconds before we started recording, you were killing. Oh, well, you yeah. were. I don't even know what I was doing. And the, but you were so funny. <laughs> oh, you mean when you were rolling your eyes at me? In yeah, a, but that in I was internalizing a it. look of dis. Oh, no, that's exactly it. what every comedian wants: internalized laughter. Well, that's how you kill with other comedians. It's not la- it's not with laughter. It's with them going, fuck, that's really funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the only I time have... you're going to get a laugh from a from another comedian is if you're dying. But do you know you do you understand that with me too? I feel like you try to make me laugh all the time, and when I don't laugh, I feel like you take it personally. No, because I can see it in your eyes when you think something's funny. Are you sure? Because sometimes when I laugh. You're like, oh, like you get excited. And I'm like, oh, I don't want you to think well, I'm not I, laughing because you're not funny. No. Well, I always get excited when you. Oh, well, there's. Just, they're separate. They're separate. Okay. Separate and unique. You have a fantastic, like your whole energy changes when you start laughing and you laugh with your eyes a lot. It's it's wonderful. Oh, it's yeah, a, it's a, it's not a smize, which is what. Smize? Um, like smile with your eyes. Oh God! Oh, no. it was coined by. Um, oh God! Why can't I think of her name? Annette America's Next Top Model. What was Benning. her name? Annette Benning. Oh, grand. America's Next Top Model. What was her name? Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Yes. I'm Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Do you remember that? That was like the last great bit of Howard Stern before he had to leave terrestrial radio. Maybe. Who's high pitch? <laughs> I'm Kelly no, Clarkson. No, I don't remember that at all. It's like he had high pitch Eric crank calling people <laughs> saying he was Kelly Clarkson. Oh, that's funny. Is this high pitch Eric? Who's high pitch? <laughs> I'm Kelly Clarkson. I don't remember it's that. Fucking, it's like 20 years ago now. It's fucking unreal. That's funny. Bro. Tyra Banks. Thank you. Oh, Phoenix. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smize, you know? Yes. No, I don't remember her saying that. I remember her patting herself on her back at the end of every episode <laughs> of the Tyre Bank show, but that was about it. Oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about that. Would you want to be a talk show host? Daytime or nighttime? Nighttime, definitely for you, right? Um, yeah, I would much rather do nighttime because you can be, at least you used to be able to be odder, but I feel yeah. it's it's strange. I feel like... I feel like the daytime talk show attitude has infected the late night talk show. Oh, yeah. You know? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, they're doing oversized beer pong on Jimmy right. Fallon. I mean, Jimmy Fallon, they, like he plays celebrity peekaboo with some of these fucking guests. It's just <laughs> <No>. like... <laughs> Not not actually, but That's I mean it might so as funny, though. it might as well be. It's like <laughs> fucking celebrity flip club. I'm just like, what what am I Yeah. Johnny Carson would be Celebrity Pogs. <laughs> right. And then, you know, James Corden is driving on the back of a flatback truck pretending to carpool with Julia Roberts and stuff, singing Queen. Yeah. The emphasis is fun, not funny. Yeah. I just, I, it's, I am, I am going to like personally and professionally, like not know what to do with myself uh, when Conan finally retires. Well, I know. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. like the last great late night talk show. It's just. Yeah. But there's a new generation coming up. I mean, maybe there'll be, I mean, Jimmy Fallon seems like he's in his twenties, but he's not, you know? Well, it's also, it doesn't, who the fuck, I don't, do people watch his show? Yeah. I mean, there's a whole nation of people out there just speaking, you know, nationally, there's a whole nation of people out there who watch things that we have no idea about. Like we don't watch. So you think you can dance or so, I have to say like that. So you think you can dance. <laughs> So you think you can dance if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. But even with like Jack, I mean, it's just like there is this. He likes watching like the kids who dress up like superheroes on YouTube, like almost more than anything else. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what kids really love to watch is other kids opening boxes of toys and revealing what the toy is inside the box. It's like mm. crack for children. Mm. It's so addictive. And I didn't want him to watch it. And then all of a sudden you know, he was watching something and one of those popped up and he clicked on it. And I was just like, Oh, here we go. But he hasn't asked to watch it again. So that's good. Right. <clears throat> the only thing I don't, I've been like, no, we're not going to watch that is because he, he loves these guys, the heroes of goo jitsu. And they're basically, you know, Goo-jitsu. stretch, stretch Armstrong, you yeah. know, and, um, a meteor hit a zoo and right. became goo jitsu. So, you know, you got a shark, a tiger, reptiles, all that jazz. And um, <clears throat> it's fascinating to me seeing how many YouTube videos are just paid advertisements. They're just ads. Like you have like that kid Ryan who plays with toys and it's just an ad for gujitsus. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's funny too seeing the, like the, the specific copy that like moose toys have told them you have to say they're the stretchiest they're the the the, the gooeyest they're mm-hmm. the the squishiest like the superhero kids the the ninja kids the ryan like i've i've watched any, anybody who does a video like a product endorsement of the gujitsus i've watched it with jack yeah and the only one that I was like, I'm like, no, we're not watching this. Is it, it is a guy who just takes a knife and he cuts open the gujitsus just to see what's inside of them. Yeah. And I'm like, A, I don't want Jack to do that. Do that. <laughs> and B, I also don't want him to see that seems a little traumatizing. It's also a little cruel. I'm like, well, this guy's just ruining toys. Yeah, it seems hard for a four-year-old to wrap their mind around why somebody would do that. 
So I've said to him, I go, no, we're not watching that guy. He breaks the toys. And now when Jack sees that thumbnail, he goes, we don't like that guy. He, why would he, why would he break toys? And I go, I don't know, but we're not going to watch it. And he's right. like, yeah. Right. Good. You know, there's like when we watched wrestling the other night and he, he, he always asked me like, is she, is she a bad guy? See the bad guy? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, but they're not real bad guys. And I go, no, no, they don't like commit crimes. He goes, no, they just cheat. I'm like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's good. I'm like, Very no, smart. but they don't. Yeah. I'm like, they're not like robbing banks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know. I very, mean, you know, a very, very muscular bank robber comes in. You don't know. You know. I mean, it's so. This is the understatement of the year. It's so overwhelming sometimes to think about raising a child and mm. like <laughs> just what their perception of the world is. You know, protecting them from. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot sometimes to think about. So I just, you know, don't think. Right. Well, my thinking has fucked up more things than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime we, I'm we, thinking, we, I'm we're, 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 we're wired with some pretty good instincts. We are. I mean, think of, uh, you know, mapping the ocean. Like that's a, that's a human thing that was done, you know, by humans. I mean, it's, it's in our DNA. It's just that we... <clears throat> have technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to map the ocean. I don't well, know how to. But if you had to know how to map the ocean. Well, yeah. And you wanted to like. I would have to, I would figure it out. You would figure it out. I could, I could do it. <laughs> I could map the ocean. What one man can do, another can do. <laughs> what one man could, did you ever see the edge? No, uh-uh. Say it again. What one man can do, another can do. <laughs> do you know the movie I mean? Anthony Hopkins and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and what's his name? Alec Baldwin get they're like lost in the woods and right, there's right, there's right. a bear chasing them. Oh yes, that's right. The movies. I've watched the movie so many times. Oh my god, it's is that is it that bad or that good? It's like it's like both because it's like because it's Anthony Hopkins, so it's like how can you go wrong and and Alec Baldwin the same. But it's like, like I find I I I laugh at parts of it that are not supposed to be funny, but I also love it because it's just like Anthony Hopkins. He's like, I'm gonna kill the bear. Say it, because today I'm gonna kill the motherfucker. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god, Anthony Hopkins calling a bear a motherfucker in all sincerity. Yeah, and you're just like. Yeah, he's he's gonna kill this fucking bear. Only he could do that. Because right before, because they're on a private jet, and right before the plane's about to crash, he like, you know, he's already figured out that Alec Baldwin is is sleeping with his wife, and oh. so then he literally he turns to him and he goes, "So how are you planning to kill me?" And then suddenly the plane crashes. <laughs> it's just. Oh man. It's incredible. Wow, I gotta watch that. Five from ice. Can you think how? Obviously, I know most of. The lines of the movie. I, I am. I feel like I am watching it right Hello, now. Hello. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Fire from ice. Can you think how? You know what most people die of when, they, when they're when they lost in the woods? Hmm. They die of shame. <laughs> shame. What did I do? What didn't I do? Your fault, my fault, his fault. 
Actually, now I'm wandering into <laughs> Reservoir die Dogs. of shame. My fault, your fault, his fault. Oh, my God. Hey, when we were planning this game, all we did was tell fucking jokes. <laughs> you androidized Clay? <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, this is a relationship podcast. It seems like this is a relationship seems like podcast. It might be. Where's what's Possibly. the what's the state of the relationship since last week? Uh well, I feel very much in love with you. Mm. We've connected. I I find it now tell me if you agree. Yeah, boy. I find that you enjoy telling me how things are done now. That you are doing things around here. Do you enjoy that? No, I find it irritating that I have to tell you how to do something. <laughs> Please. It'd be, be so much easier if you Please. just did it right. No, I no, I just um <laughs> you love it. I don't love it. You do. Give me an example. What do you think? Telling me about the carrots today. Well, then I have to just throw the carrots away. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> I open up Jack because I see Jack's <laughs> lunchboxes just sitting there unzipped. And I'm like, well, I know that there's half eaten food in there. And I, even before unzipping it, I know <laughs> there's a full thing of carrots that he didn't eat at lunch and nobody gave it to him to eat on the car ride home. Nobody did? Well, you mean I didn't? Well, if I didn't, then nobody did. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> nobody did it. Well, there were lots of people around to do it, and nobody did it. Nobody did it. <laughs> You're in a bad mood. I'm not in a bad mood. <laughs> you are now. I'm like, what I like to do, <laughs> what I like to do is. No, I don't like, I don't like doing that because I, in those moments, I'm like, I almost feel like there's no point in saying it because I don't feel like you respond well when I say this is. This is usually this is what I do, and it seems to work pretty well. Right, but do you respond well when I do that? It depends. Does it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Like because when tonight at dinner. Yes, when you were with the burrito, yes. I was just like, let's put the seam up so that it doesn't open up onto his lap, which is just logical. I'm a very logical person. I like to like think burritos through, mm -hmm. you know, play the burrito tape out. And I could see the burrito in his lap on a blanket I had just washed. So I was like, hey, and I'm like, this is what I was trying to say to you. That's all I was trying to say to you is let's put the seam up. Burrito seam up. Right. And you got all bent out of shape. Uh, Whereas my response I didn't to you was just kind of laughing and saying, well, we didn't do that today. I didn't even think about it. I just, we went to Target and then I got him a snack. I know. I know. Uh-oh. When you get him from school, you don't open his lunchbox. I did. I did sometimes. I didn't do it all the time. But sometimes I did. Sometimes I'm like, ugh, who cares? <laughs> Life's too short to make your kid eat carrots. Carrot sticks after school. He likes them. Good. He should eat them at lunch. Right. Well, he doesn't because his stomach is the size of a nectarine. And let's give him a nectarine. Great. <laughs> Salt. I'm just being difficult. You are. You are. 
You're in a difficult mood. Oh, you're in a typical mood. <laughs> typical biblical. Well, that got fun. This is the fucking show. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> um, I knew that that was going to be a conversation. That's why I wanted to say it on the show. Because I... I I think that the <laughs> I think that you do enjoy telling me because you're used to me being the one who's like telling you and I don't like that role. I don't want to do that anymore. But it's hard when you're like you're the one who's home and doing things and picking the kid up and making the lunch and all that stuff, you know. So I wondered if there was a part of you that like enjoyed it more than me saying it to you. No, because I don't like it when you say it to me and I don't like saying it to you. So then let's just not say it. What's the worst that could happen? Our kid doesn't eat a carrot? Or the burrito spills in his lap? Well, the burrito was not going to spill on his lap because this we did the exact same thing a couple days ago. You're right. I mean, I could have just let it go and see what happened. And see, saw what happened. The only reason I brought up the the carrots is because now I'm just... I. Took carrots out of the fridge. I cut them up and now I'm just throwing them in the garbage. Well, you could put less carrots in there or you could eat the carrots. I can't. I'm not going to eat the carrots because they've been sitting in a car while you guys are in Target and then sitting on the counter for the rest of the afternoon and night. <sighs> okay. It works better when we don't see each other. <laughs> This relationship has been great because we have not seen each other all week. What the fuck is that supposed <laughs> to mean? True. No, it's not. It is true. We don't see each other a lot. When we see each other, this is what happens. What is, what, what is, what's going, what, what do you think is going on when I say, usually when I get him from school, I open up his lunch I just, and I, I give him whatever veggie because he didn't eat it at lunch and he eats it in the car. I just think you're making a bigger deal than needs to be made. I just didn't think it was that big a deal. Right. And I, I don't like saying that to you because I feel like, I feel like your response is I don't care. I don't care. Right. But, but when it's the burritos upside down, you now you care. The difference there. No, I don't. I see, because I see the difference is one is your idea and one is my idea. Oh, see, there's the problem right there. Because it, that's not what it is. It's not that one is your idea and one is mine. It's, it's that one, one thing is like, I'm going to throw carrots in the trash, which, hey, let's compost. There's the solution right there. The second is there is a burrito that is going to drop on a blanket that I just folded from the laundry and then we're going to clean up that mess and then have to clean him off. And that's where my mind goes. Okay, well, the, the difference I see is one has already happened and one isn't hap hasn't happened yet. <laughs> that's fair. The carrots are already garbage. So let's start composting. What, what, but why am I buying carrots just to compost them? Because it helps our garden. I don't know. I Here's the thing also, and this is truly kind of the state of mind that I was in today, is that I just spent a lot of time in a work environment that where it's like it is high stress and it, there is a lot 
that is actually at stake and things are like, you know, I mean, the very worst that could happen is that somebody gets food poisoning there. The very, you know, the least that could happen is we don't have customers, you know, I mean, then it's all kind of high stakes. So when I come home and today I picked Jack up and I was just kind of like, I, I can't think about things. I can't stress out about things. I don't want to be in that mindset of like feeling stressed or anxious. I just want to go to Target and let him look at toys and I'm going to get, you know, a coffee drink and he can get some snacks and that's it. I just want to have a nice afternoon with my kid who I haven't seen all week. Barely, you know, that, that, that's where my mind was. So when you brought up the carrots, I was like, man, who fucking cares? <laughs> like who fucking carrots? You know what I mean? I was just kind of, don't, was, did, don't, don't pun in this. <laughs> who fucking <laughs> carrots? We're divorced for the next five minutes. <laughs> Ladies, call in if you want to date Matt McCarthy. Ladies, in the next five minutes, dial 718 H U N K M A T T. Matt, you put your real phone number on there. Rude. So rude. You know what I mean? I, no, I, of course, I understand what you're saying. Okay. That, that's, that's truly what my mind. That's fine. That's fine. But what I'm talking about is anticipating not feeling heard and then saying what I want to say and then feeling like I'm not being heard. Okay. I'm sorry that I brushed you off like that. I, and you know, the reason the burrito was different is cause I was like, I don't want to clean up another mess. Like I feel like I'm cleaning up. At, I've been training people and cleaning up after people. And you know, so that's where my mind was there. So I apologize that I didn't make you feel heard and that I brushed you off like that. I just, I was just like, Oh my God, really carrots? Like, but that was not fair to you. You you are not in my head. You have not had my week, so I'm sorry. Thank you. You, but it's you're not responsible for how I feel. Are we married again? Oh, our the lines are lighting up. Our board is a Christmas tree right now. It's just mm. lit up. Gilda, who's it's, who's our next caller? It's Christmas. Oh my God, it's Mrs. Kringle. She wants to date you. You look like a young her husband. <laughs> Come on. Give it to me, Matt McCarthy. Unreal. <laughs> well, did you have a good week? I mean, how how what was your perception of our relationship this week? And I don't think that when um, we don't see each other, it's good. But I do think absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think it is good that we're not constantly in each other's space. I think that is healthy. <clears throat> oh, definitely. No, there was a period where it was, you know, there was just money coming in and we weren't really having to leave the house as much and we were kind of together mm -hmm. constantly. Um, I mean, in... I don't know. It's tough to... I, Maybe even, I think, in sobriety as well. Although, like, in sobriety, now Jack's in the, in the picture. Yeah, but there was still a... a but there's still time, like, there. yeah, he's at school, you he know. Go to movies a lot and, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I want us to have... We need to have separate lives. 
Yeah. But that's, and that's hard. It's funny because this, me getting this job has forced us into these healthy um, habits, like having our own lives, you know, but also like, it's really cool that you have like taken initiative around here in ways that like, even I wasn't, you know, like organizing this closet over here. Like I thought that was really cool. And it just made me think of all these women in these mom groups that I used to be in that were just like, my husband doesn't do anything. And, you know, and just complaining. And it's like, well, if you don't, if you do it, then nobody's going to do it. You know, I mean, that's a bad excuse because I didn't do it, but you've just been like, it was funny. Well, like when I, I, I basically I've been, it started off where it was me and Jack were here and I'm like, well, it's also, it's like with him too. I'm like, I love playing with him. I love interacting with him. Um, I love reading with him, you know, playing outside, you know, yeah, watching, you know, the cartoons he likes, but also showing him things that I have that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also, um, he needs to be able to entertain himself. Yeah. He needs to uh, get bored and find something constructive to do. Yeah. So we've been doing that quite a bit, yeah. you know, because like he'll ask to watch something and I'm like, no, we're not going to put the, I'm like, later, we can watch some TV later. Um. And, you know, he doesn't throw a fit. He, because I'm like, well, I'm going to do the dishes. I got to just unload the dishwasher, load up the dishwasher, wash what doesn't fit, blah, blah, blah. And in the meantime, you can find something to do. And he does. He plays with his Legos. He plays with the Gujitsu guys. He, I hear him singing songs to himself, making up stories. He finds books and, you know, air quotes, reads them. Yeah. out loud you know and so there's also this i have had a feeling of like well glennis is at work and i'm here and jack doesn't need constant stimulation right he doesn't need constant stimulation from me yeah why don't i'm done doing the dishes why don't i i'm like you know what i'm gonna do and it sounded fun yeah. Honestly. I was I like, see that. I was like, I'm going to dust. <laughs> I thought you meant the closet. No, 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 no. Because it, it started with, I'm like, I'm going to fucking dust this place. Yeah. You know? Because like when I did, I did a video for the We Watch Wrestling Patreon where I showed, you know, the, the wrestling collection I have in here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I call the office the Arena McSee archive, mm-hmm. you know? And... Like the top shelf there with all the wrestling toys. I was like, oh man, this show, this is fucking dusty. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, so it was on my brain. Yeah. And also my, my friend David was just uh, recently talking about, you know, um, yeah, the reason you have, sp- he's saying, he's talking about himself. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, the reason you have spiders is because you don't dust the corners of your room. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, I don't. I have spiders. I don't dust the corner of my room. Well, I was doing it for a while. Yeah, for for like a a solid cup of coffee. You were really... A solid cup of coffee? For about a cup of coffee. You were really going for it. you were in a bad mood. You're in a bad mood. (laughs) But then the one that really killed me, he goes, uh, the reason you have ants is because you don't wash your dog's 
food bowl and i was like oh fuck we got ants because then they were going for the dog's food they were i was like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck yeah and it reminded me of when i got the cpap machine and the guy was explaining to me how to clean it and my first thought was well there's no fucking way i can do that (laughs) right you know and then my next thought was oh right bro you're 40 years old (laughs) you can clean this stupid fucking thing yeah but immediately my my first instinct is no it's gonna take too long it's gonna be too hard there's no way you're gonna do it wrong yep there's no way that you could figure it out it's boring i remember when my brother and jen for being best man at their wedding they got and this is in 2003 they got me an ipod and i was the first person i knew that had an ipod and I remember looking at it in the box and thinking, God, this is so cool. I'll never know how to use it. <laughs> There's no way that I could do it. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? It is. I mean, it's taken me a really long time to figure out how to take care of, like that it's good to take care of my surroundings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I just want to be of service, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to fucking dust. And then I, I went through the two Swiffer dusters we have had. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to go buy more. All right. If you give a mouse a cookie, you know what I mean? And I didn't want to tell you that was the thing. I, I, wanted it, I wanted to just do it and not be like, look at what I did. Yeah, where's my gold medal? Yeah, exactly. Where's my scratch and sniff sticker? <laughs> yeah. Come here. It smells like a real watermelon. Scratch it. <laughs> smell it. Sniff it. What was your favorite scratch and sticker? You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, rem- I I I just remember there was like there was definitely like a series of scratch and sniff stickers that like some kids had and a couple teachers had that was like these are the best ones. Oh yeah. You know, I could not put a brand name to them. I'm sure like maybe like a half hour Google sh- search I could narrow down or like find a picture. Yeah. But uh I had a pickle one that I just couldn't stop smelling. You I are. smelled that thing out. You <laughs> sniff your pickle. <laughs> Laugh into the mic. <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> See, that whole thing, you weren't trying. You were just being Glennis. Oh, baby. Oh, that's the accent I can do, guys. Southern. I could do a Southern accent real good. Any kind of Southern accent you need. I could be a Southern lawyer. Why, yes, I could. <laughs> Your honor. Your honor. I do detest. I do detest protests. Um. Did you notice I cleaned the tub? I, lo- I looked at it. <laughs> I literally looked at it while I couldn't figure out what was wrong. <laughs> That's so funny. I looked at it while I was filling the bath for Jack tonight and I was like, what is happening? Like, I couldn't figure out why the tub looked so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it looked weird because it's clean. Because it's clean. I was like, am I looking into another dimension? What is happening? I've just been, I'm just, It. you know what it is? It's because it, it's, when I look at everything, I'm overwhelmed because I'm like, I can't do this all right now. Yeah. Because I can't. No. So I'm like, oh. So I'll, I'll just, I'll vacuum and dust. I'll dust all the rooms that I can with these two dusters. Mm -hmm. I'll go buy more. 
then I'm going to, oh, ooh, there's a spider web there. I'm going to dust this area, the whole thing. I clean those, yeah. those oh, window, window sills, sills. Yeah. you know? I mean, I remember when we lived in our old apartment, because I've con- it's been a constant process of like, how do I do this? Like, I remember I took a picture of my closet one time at, where do we live? We lived in, on Normandy. And people were like, holy shit, like you have a lot of clothes. Like how many of the, how much of it do you actually wear? And I was like, oh, I actually don't wear any of this. Like nothing hung up in my closet was clean, Mm. but I couldn't figure out how to like do that. You know, I was like, so what do I throw it all away? And like, what do I do? Right. But then I remember when we lived on, so it's been like, and then I started to do that. I started to like weed out my clothes, give them away and like actually buy things that I wear. And then when we lived on uh, cold water, I remember I had to research how to clean an apartment. Like I was like, how do you, what is the easiest way to do this? What is the best way to do this? And I found something that's like, this is how maids and hotels clean the rooms. Like they start with, or like, this is how you should do it. You should start with your laundry first and then you do your bathrooms because that's all wet and you get all that done. You start from the top down, you vacuum the floor in the bathroom, you, you know, and I was just like, okay. Now I have a plan like, mm-hmm. you know, and I used to be so ashamed of that, but it's like, who cares? You know, I mean, right. I didn't grow up cleaning. I didn't grow up in a clean house. So of course I have to learn, you know, there's no shame in that. That's actually awesome. Learning something new and taking care of yourself. No doubt. But I feel like this week has been the most um, interesting to me is because we've stepped in. Like, I understand you And, you know, when you were working out there more and I was like, you know, being at home is difficult because you have it's just different, you know. And then I feel like you maybe understand me a little more, too, because this was kind of the role that I was in for a long time. You know, would you agree, like taking care of this kind of stuff, cleaning the bathtub, dusting, you know, it wasn't something you thought about often. Maybe. I mean, I thought about them, but <laughs> there was... Okay. <laughs> Missed the point, but okay. No, I... I, I, I don't... But you... Uh, you do... You keep saying that we're like... We've well, we've reversed roles, and it's... I don't think I you don't, see how... I don't think you see, like... When I would clean this place, like, really clean this place... I, I just didn't think that you really saw what went into it. Glennis, it was, and I say this with <laughs> all love and due respect. No. It was such, it's such a production when you would clean the apartment. No, I'm, I'm not saying the after of like, please keep it clean. I'm not saying no, that. I am talking about the actual. When, we don't live in an apartment anymore. So. <laughs> well, that's true. Cleaning <laughs> so. the house. Like when I would come home. And the place would be like, it's obvious that Glennis has decided she's cleaning the whole place right now. Don't refer to me in the third person, okay? Fourth person? Don't refer to me by name. Third person. Fourth person is, what is the? (laughs) What is the word? God. What is, uh, can you refer to someone in the fourth person? (laughs) I don't know. But when you're referring to. That's, yourself the, in the third person. But can I can refer, refer to you in the third person as that's well. That's also a thing? Okay. Yes. Okay. Don't refer to me in the third person. Well, Glennis doesn't like that. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Hey, Siri. How do I refer to someone in the fourth person? 
Shut up. <laughs> Just read okay. it to me. Okay. Um, Can you? Fourth person. A variety of the third person sometimes used for indefinite reference, such as one, as in one shouldn't do that. Oh, like the royal, kind of, but not really. That's interesting. Hmm. We don't eat processed cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's awesome. That feels like that's the second person. Yeah, no, it's not we don't Isn't the eat. Second it's person one, like, sh- one shouldn't eat proce- processed cheese. So that's the fourth person. Yeah. So the first person is, I don't eat processed cheese. The second person is, you, you don't, don't eat, eat processed, processed cheese. cheese. The third person is, Glennis doesn't, doesn't eat processed cheese. cheese. <laughs> and, the and the fourth, fourth person, person is, is, one doesn't sh- simply walk into Mordor <laughs> <laughs> and eat processed cheese. <laughs> My precious. I... I say this with love. Oh, no. (laughs) But when I would come home and the whole place is up in arms because you are... Up in arms seems rather dramatic. Well, what what I've been doing is today I'm dusting and now I'm done. Oh, Matt, you're so perfect. I wish I could be more perfect like you. See, this is... See, this is when I feel like I'm not being heard. I just don't want you to talk about me. Talk about me then. Okay. You don't know how to clean the house. That's fine. (laughs) It's true. I don't. I buy a thing with a bald man on it and then I read the back of it. (laughs) What? I was going to say a credit card. What's the credit card? Tony Savalas, the Dinah's Club. Yeah, what one did he do? It was like uh The American Express card? No, wasn't it like Diners Club? MasterCard? Maybe it was MasterCard. Hey Siri. Leave her out of this. She doesn't respond to me. She's like your bitch wife. I don't hear her. <laughs> I don't acknowledge your wife's existence. One I'm doesn't your acknowledge wife. your wife's existence. <laughs> we speak of her in the fifth person. Dead. When I would come home. And it's like, oh boy, because you're going to spend the whole day cleaning the whole house. Yes. When I would come home and find the place in that, and, and also rearrange. You, 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 yeah, that used to happen a lot. Yes. You're very big into. Was very big. Was into, very big into rearranging the rooms. You was very big into it, Matt. I don't know if you noticed, but you keep. Stopping me from finishing this statement. I don't want you to say it because I know what you're going to say. What? What am I going to say? (laughs) That I would make it very difficult for you to have a happy night because you would come home and I'd be like, "I cleaned all day. What did you do?" We would have a fight. Yeah. Yes. This would this would be a a a precursor to me. I'm like, oh fuck, she wants to get into a fight later tonight. What's that face? They can't hear your face. Good. Because it's disgusted right now. I don't know. I mean. Am I wrong? No, I'm telling you you're not wrong. I'm saying, yeah, I I did do that. And I also rearranged stuff a lot. But here's the thing. This kind of stuff like is a manifestation of what's internally going on. So it's not like I was doing it 
to be a fucking nightmare. I was doing it. To okay. Feel is that what I said? Well, no, I, I guess I just don't understand your point. My point is, is that I don't like I. On one hand, yes, our roles have reversed. But on the other hand, I don't feel like you were. Like at home cleaning the place. So what was it? I was either at home cleaning the place or I wasn't at home cleaning the place. I just said, I don't feel like you were at home cleaning the place. It would all happen at once. Yeah, because that's how I knew. That's the only way I knew how to do it. Mm -hmm. And it, and usually it would happen when I was high. And that's the only way I could clean the place is if I was high, because then I would, you know, it would just it'd be my treat. <laughs> That is my, the, I don't, I'm not really a fan of, uh, what is the movie? You know, fucking, I can't even think of the director's name, but it's, it's uh, Jennifer Lawrence and, uh, fucking Christian Bale. Oh, the bad high school American production hustle. of a, in the 1970s. Right. Yeah. Don't like that movie. Don't like that director. Yeah. Um, she gets high and cleans the house. Right. Yeah. Cause she's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I also, I, I know that you don't agree with this, but I, I don't really like Paul Thomas Anderson's movies. Mm -hmm. He is somebody though that I'm like, well, he's clearly talented. You know, he clearly knows what he's doing. I can't even think of the American, uh, David, David O. Russell. D David O. Russell. Yeah. Isn't that his name? David A. Russell? David O. Russell. Yeah. It really doesn't matter to me. I don't like his movies and <laughs> and the the clips I've seen of him, like he seems like a dick. You know? Yeah. Uh whatever. He's not casting me anyway. Big deal. Let me but, know later if you want me to cut this out. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm really not worried. I'm kidding. But with P.T. Anderson, I can at least, like, I'm like, oh, no, the, this guy knows what the fuck he's well, doing. He also has heart. Like, his movies have oh, so totally. much heart. So, you know. But I'm like, but it, they're just, I, they're not, I don't, I don't connect to them. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed them a lot more, I would say, when I was younger. I, you know, I, I just found it very, like, I could get swept away in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, not so much. I I don't know. Well, the reason I brought him up because I'm like, like with There Will Be Blood, I'm like, I mean, for me, for my taste, it's just kind of a boring movie. But Daniel Day-Lewis is amazing, but that doesn't have anything he, like have him like ring up your groceries. He's going to be fucking amazing yeah. at it. So like with Jennifer Lawrence, it's like, she's just fucking amazing. Yeah. So yet he just keep, you know, whatever. All right, I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. Say whatever you want about me, and I'm not going to be defensive, and I'm not going to stop you. That's my guarantee. One shouldn't stop people well, when they're making a point. One should realize that I already finished my point after much... Oh, good. Like, trudging through... Oh, you, it's over? You interrupting me. Is that me. why I'm okay with it now? Well, <laughs> yes. I think that that's... I think what I finally made my point. You're like, okay... Make your point then. I'm like, well, I'm I'm done now. <laughs> He's making a point. Mm, you're making me feel. 
<laughs> you well, would clean the whole house. I would come home and like bureaus would be pushed in the middle of the room. I think and- I felt very judged about that time. And I really felt, I felt very, well, I felt very out of control. And that was my way of having some control. And it feels like a mental illness more than anything else. So I feel very judged for that stuff. Well, not- you bring it up a lot or you have a, in the past, <sighs> you've brought it up a lot. You have. I, like, oh, Glennis is rearranging again. Oh, Glennis cleaned again. Oh, you always do this. Like, it just feels like it comes up more often than just like once or twice. I don't feel like I bring it up a lot. But you do. I'm. I, I can't even ask for like a how or when. Well, no, of course you can't. But I'm saying I hear you say it enough for me to feel like a little bit judged. It's not you, you're not making me feel judged. It's just that I get a little like ashamed. Okay. But okay, that's fine. I mean, feel how you feel. Whoa, harsh. (laughs) Way harsh, Ty. (laughs) Um, Hopefully not sporadically. (laughs) Very nice. Can you hear the word sporadically and not think of the movie Clueless? No. Rest in peace, beautiful angel. Oh, I love Josh. Um, what? What are you? What? What? What are you gonna say? I, I'm why would Why would we get into a fight after you would clean? Because that's the only. I think. I feel because like I was honestly, the only wait, wait, one cleaning the house. Okay, that's fine. Truly. The, okay, it's such a boring answer, but fine. Such a boring answer. You are really not being very kind to me tonight. You're in a bad mood no you're not being very kind to me tonight how how just your whole face (laughs) i just feel like you've been a little dismissive of my saying things that have you know been sensitive for me okay that's all you are a kind and loving person who loves me very much but there when i i don't know i just I don't want you to brush off something where I'm like, hey, the reason I would get upset and feel like I have to do everything around here and then get mad at you and then we'd get in a fight is because you didn't fucking do anything. And then you're like, oh, all right, well, whatever. It's like, no, that was the issue. You didn't do anything around the house. I did everything. You've even said it yourself. Why does she enjoy doing dishes so much? I didn't. So then I guess I can't say that about the women in in my mom group because... You know, there are a lot of men out there who are not like you are now where you are stepping up and you are it's it turns me on. I even told you that I'm like, it's so hot to see you doing stuff around the house. It's so hot. It's the hottest thing ever. Like there are a bunch of memes out there that are like joke memes of like women's porn and it's just a man vacuuming. (laughs) Truly, we are like, please just. Help us out. And that's all we need. I mean, it's a start. (laughs) Communication and all that kind of good stuff. But respect, you know. So I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, we always tell people how to treat us. And I feel like I often take the role in my relationships where I'm the, uh, I'm, I don't even know what the word for it is. Like 
the sick one or I'm the one with the issues. I'm the one who's causing the problems. I'm the one who's drama and, you know, and it, and I've done the same thing with like family members too. And it's, you know, I, I just, it's, it make, I don't know. I, I just get a little like frustrated by it, I guess, because I'm doing it to myself, but then I want to break those you know, patterns, you know, <clears throat> well, I, I, I'm, I, I think a lot of people assign themselves a role and then resent everyone else for letting them do it. I think, yeah. I mean, I think that's a very common thing. I can't think of even the healthiest people I think could probably identify with that, you know? I don't know who these it's so funny because it, it comes up in conversation, but like, I don't know who these healthy, normal people are <laughs> right. that people keep talking about. As soon as I said that, I was like, who would I even be talking of? I can't think of an example. No, like anybody know? that I used to think was really healthy and well adjusted. I, I can see now that I'm trying to really try to be healthy and well adjusted that I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's really hard. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I mean, like I know people that don't identify as like alcoholics or drug addicts, but I don't know anybody that's normal no. or healthy. Well then that just, you know, that just says that you need to have like a, you know, a, what do you call it? A, um, a baseline or what What do you call it when you're doing an experiment, like a control group, a control group. So like, this is our control group of normal people. You're, you're either this or you're not. And it's like, who's this group? Who's right. this group of people? We don't, nobody's assigned one yet. So until we get word from our government. I mean, I, I, it's just, it, I, I have this idea of people who, we're happy as kids, happy as teenagers, happy as young adults, are happy adults, met and married other happy adults, and are having happy children and they enjoy their jobs and yeah, it's they come home on Friday and they're like, oh my God, what a week. And then they have a, a glass, glass of wine, a glass of wine <laughs> that they drink half of and then they can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. what did i do with that wine well no not that they can't find it i mean that sounds like something i would do <laughs> where's my wine i'll just pour another one <laughs> no that you didn't have half a glass that girl did not have half a glass of wine <laughs> oh god yeah i had a wine didn't i no the next morning they're like oh yeah i didn't finish that wine what did i right. do with that oh there's that half a glass of wine how i didn't finish funny. oh how funny <laughs> Oh God! How queer! How how odd! Oh, how funny! <laughs> Isn't that funny? I'll have to tell my gardener next time I see him. <laughs> they always have a gardener, Jean Pierre. <laughs> Jean did you see this? He's really a horticulturist, is what we call him. All right, pick up the living room. The clock repairer is on his way over the here. Clock repairer. <laughs> there must be a better word for it. Can you ask Siri what a clock repair is called in French? What's the French word for a clock repairman? <laughs> oh, now he's a man? I didn't know he was a man. Siri. Hey, Siri. 
What's the French word for a <laughs> clock repairman? In French, clock repairman is réparateur d'horlogerie. <laughs> oh, the réparateur d'horlogerie is coming. Réparateur de l'horlogerie. Laugh into the mic. I'm Let them know pee. I'm killing. Oh, God, that's funny. Réparateur d'horlogerie. Can I see it? I can see it better than you. She just said it. <laughs> I couldn't understand it. Hey, Siri. <laughs> what is the uh, French word for clock repairman? In French, clock repairman is réparateur d'horlogerie. Réparateur d'horlogerie. Yeah. Once you get into the réparateur de, and then it's like horlogerie, horlogerie, horlogerie episodes. Réparateur de horlogerie episodes. That's funny. Did I ever tell you about when um? I think that I don't even think they were in France. I think they were in London. But um, this is when WWE went to London. Yeah. Ed Kosky ordered uh, room service. Um, and it was just so fucking funny. He he calls the room service guy. He goes, yes, hello. I'm in room <laughs> 222. I want to place an order for room service. <laughs> and then the guy on the phone starts speaking French to him. Oh my God. <laughs> and then he goes, Why are you speaking French to me? Do you know? And then he's and he's like, and then he's got to order the fucking food. <laughs> I and, think then, I do and then he just slowly fades out of the <laughs> like accent. He's like, and this did not have uh, two uh, orders of the, the mozzarella sticks <laughs> and then the three and then and then it starts washing over and was like oh fuck this guy's gonna spit on our food <laughs> and i also have to look him in the well i guess right I am. so fucking funny it's funny <clears throat> well let's answer a few more questions before we wrap it up as they say sure oh, do i don't you, have my phone you don't have your phone just look up the 36 questions that lead to love well didn't we get a didn't we get an actual question from our friends Oh, we got an email. Um, did we get an actual question from our like actual friends? I mean, no, like or listeners' friends. friends. No, like I don't know if it's a question. Gosh, we got that a week ago. It came in like right after we posted our last episode. All right, relax. Send your emails to I love you okay pod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We love hearing from you, okay? Matt's looking up an email. Oh, my God. Wait, did I forward it to you? You forwarded me. Um, yes, here it is. Okay. We are waiting. Uh, this is from our friend uh, Matthew. Wink, wink. Is this... I don't think there's a question. I think he's just saying how great we are. Ooh. Do you want to run and pee while I read this? This is a very long email. You're going to read the whole thing? No, I'm going to read it to myself while you go and pee, and then I'll see if there's a question, and you'll cut all this out. You're so fun. Um... I have read the complete email from Matthew. 
Okay. He does not have a question. Okay. But he is very kind. Oh, overwhelmingly kind <laughs> and and uh and uh, frankly this is uh you know this is the type of thing that makes doing any thing <laughs> worth doing. Oh, you know? thanks Matthew. Yeah, so fucking A. Um he ends up by saying every week I made a he's like I I used to listen to he says we're very inspirational and he can relate to what we're saying and he mentions the names of other people who have podcasts that he's like, I don't relate, <laughs> you know, you know, so-and-so talks about their celebrity friends or so-and-so talks about the rich vacation they went on or the gadget yes. they got. He's like, going to kind of tune out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't really like those people you mentioned either. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Everybody, if you're going to send us an email, please make sure yes. you cut down our competition. That's right. Name names. Name names and slice them open. But he does say, uh, I used to listen to podcasts every day, all day, but I don't have time for it anymore. Every week I make a point to listen to I Love You Okay and Triple W, though, and would listen to Justify My Movie Collection if it was available on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Wait, your- we are, but you're not? I don't understand. But you submitted your show? Uh, I did. I don't think it's on Spotify. Hmm. I feel like it is. I don't know. Maybe not. Because I listen to my podcasts on Apple. Yeah, me too. Even though it's the worst app ever. It's Yeah, it's not the best. Like, why can't I click on an episode and go to the show page? And then, like, that's the frustrating thing is that the episodes will pop up and then you'll, like, I'll hit the episode to go to the show page, but then the episode will start playing. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is contrary to right. everything that you have taught oh, us. How about, how come I can't listen to episode 30? And then when that's done, episode 31 doesn't just start playing. It starts playing episode 20 fucking nine. Right, because you haven't listened to that one. But even if I have, it's because they list them with the newest on top. Oh. But it, but it doesn't, but it doesn't play in numerical order. It plays downward. It's insane. It's insane. I, and God Apple forbid. Fucks with us. Oh, and God forbid you lose your fucking password because they act like it's <laughs> so it's Fort fucking Knox. And they're like, we, this will take about five to seven days so we can vet. We already have enough people in here. We're not going to be able to let you into our exclusive speakeasy, our podcast speakeasy. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's fuckers fucking with us. And yet we keep coming back. Well, the gadgets and doodads are just so choice. Do you want to do a question or do you want to just call it a night? You're in a bad mood. Wow, you take everything so personally. Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, you didn't take that personally. I'm not cutting any of this out. Ooh, so we're going to be editing our show together and it's not going to be me. I don't know how to put that theme song in. I'm not going to put it in. I'll just do it. (sighs) That was the deal I was hoping for. You're going to write the description. Fine. I'm good at it. You are good at it. You got that job last week. What is this called? 32 questions? 36 questions that lead to love. 
Up from the 36 questions. If you just put in 36 questions in Google, this is what comes up. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. That's why they chose that number. I guess so. Wow. So this this was like a thing, huh? Because like I'm going past the New York Times article and there's a website onto itself. And then there's people ask, what are the 36 questions? Um, do 36 questions work? And then there's videos of like, can two strangers fall in love with 36 questions? And Well, now they have that show Blind Love, I think it's called, on okay. Netflix, where two people are um, communicating and they see if they can fall in love without seeing each other, I guess. I haven't watched it. I hear it's good. I'll probably watch it since I watch everything. But I mean, I guess this is the deal. Like that's how you get, you gain intimacy is just by taking out the physical stuff, asking questions, getting to know each other, digging deeper, you know, but I guess they follow these couples after they like when they see each other and as they continue their relationship. So that's kind of interesting. This is uh, from a website called amorebeautifulquestion.com. I don't know if you had this. uh, I'm sure the New York Times article mentions this, but this is interesting the way that it puts it. It says, five decades ago. I didn't know that these questions were 50 years old. Oh. It says, five decades ago, Arthur Aaron and Elaine Spaulding, a pair of psychology students at the University of California at Berkeley, shared a kiss one day in front of the main study hall and immediately fell in love. The experience led to a mutual fascination not only with each other, they're still together and now married, but also with the mysteries of love itself. At the time, Aaron, or A-R-O-N. Aaron. Aaron. (laughs) Was looking for a subject to which on which to base a research project and thought, why not do a study on romantic love? With help from fellow researchers, including Elaine, he set out on a journey that led him to try to answer this question. How might we, in a laboratory setting, find a way to create instant intimacy between strangers? So this is in the fucking 50s? Because, yeah, what I read in the the New York Times article, it was like they did it, I thought, like 2012 or something. Maybe they re... I don't know. Well, it says here the the 36 questions went viral in early, 20, in early 2015 when a New York Times writer penned a oh. story with the irresistible headline to fall in love with anyone do, do this. this. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was referring to. I mean, that is, you know, I mean, that is something to be said for a relationship and 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 toughing it out for lack of a better term it's like you do have this intimate intimacy with someone that you can't replicate you know and it's like if you really can get past your resentments against each other then i mean we have stuff that we've been through that you know it's it's stuff that we'll never go through with anyone else because it's like these huge life events you know were you just reading and not listening to me you were, weren't you? Oh my god! Wow. No, you said something. 
Oh, about you. life events. I hate you. You're di- we're divorced for ten minutes now. Oh, Gilda's upset. She wants to leave the room. <laughs> Look at her. She's waiting for you to open the door for oh, her. Oh, Gilda, you want to go out? Let me out now. Okay, so ask a question. Let's do this since you don't listen to me. See ya. There's dead air here, bro. I was waiting for your. I was waiting for you. Cut out. We uh we have finished with the first set. Yes, we have. Of twelve. Now we're in set two. Um now we are in set two. Question thirteen. Mm-hmm. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? What would I want to know? I mean, God, I don't I don't think I'd want to know anything because anything I could think of asking, like the first thing that popped in my head is like, is Jack going to be safe? Like, will he be OK? I don't want to know if he's not going to be safe or OK. That's ha- horrible. No. I don't yeah, I, I think. Yeah, the future is. Uh, That's tricky. Yeah, I wouldn't want because it, it. No, like they have those tests for. Alzheimer's and I'm like fuck that I don't want to know I'm just going to pretend like I'm going to get Alzheimer's one day and just live like I'm you know like just try to enjoy life I mean it's it makes me think of um, Bruce Willis's character at the end of uh, Death Becomes Her oh yeah when he's just like he's like but everyone around me will be dying you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like that's the, th- and then when they go to his funeral, you know, it's like he spent the rest of his life doing everything he wanted to do. Yeah, and then the the eulogist is like, he he found the secret to eternal life. Yeah, you know. Yep. yep. While those two are like shuffling out, like trying to put their arms back on each other and <laughs> stop their heads from falling off and right. shit, you know? Right. So the future for me is off the table because it is, it is like, I don't think the future's written. No. It, yeah. Know. Every choice we make changes. Yeah. Yeah. And about myself. No, because what I think that's an internal. Well, it isn't, it's, it's an, or it's a, Basically, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about anything, about anything, you know, about you, about your, you know, your life, your future, anything, what, what I would be more like curious about, like, I mean, I, my impulse was to say dumb shit, (laughs) but like, you know, like who killed Kennedy or John Bonet or the moon landing real. Just like, just like building seven. Yeah. I I would just, I would just love to like be able to peek behind curiosities. Yeah. That's a good, okay. I like that. You know, where I'm like, but wait, who, who did, who was the first one to do that? Who, but why, why was the flag moving on the moon? You know, just, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I like that. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't want to know anything about me or my life or you or Jack or anything like that. Or 
or like what my life could have been had this happened, had I gone to college or, you know, cause it's like, what, what's the point? You know, it's just like knowledge that's going to either bother me or, you know, make me feel good about, I don't know. It just is, seems kind of pointless, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. I mean, there is a, I, again, I, I would put this almost in a, I mean, like I come, keep coming back to like Doc Brown and Back to the Future, where like nobody should know too much about his own destiny. But mm-hmm. I also does that apply to? I'm I'm wondering, be, uh, does that apply to your past as well? Because I'm like, what I'm getting at is like, I don't think I would want to use a crystal ball and see like my life before conscious memory, or like, mm. or see things to see events as they truly happened and not the way that I remember them. Yeah. You know, I don't. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes the way that you remember things forces you to do work on those areas and then it helps you grow. Right. It is kind of like that thing of like, you can't like, there's no point in going to a therapist and then being like, well, here's what you do. Here's what it is. You're, you're insecure and you're, you know, you're this, you're that, you're this and that. It's because of this one. It's because of that one. It's just like, I can't, that does me no good. No, no. You know, it's like, it's like walking into a broom closet and coming out with abs. You know, I'm like, well, I didn't do any of the work. So I'm not going to be able <laughs> I'm just to gonna go eat a hoagie. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to maintain this. Yeah. Or yeah. or appreciate it. Right. I mean, it's the same for... I've learned nothing. Right. It's the same for like... The thing that came... That popped up for me was like... um, I made my... Th- <laughs> I made... I asked my therapist to... In New York to tell me like... I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand what I need to hear. Like, just tell me what I need to hear. And I don't know if this was the right thing for her to say. But she said, you know, your dad is dying. And I think I was in big denial of that. But it didn't, it did help me in the moment, but it didn't make his death any easier. Mm. I still had to process all that shit, you know? So it's like, did that really need to be said? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it really actually helped me. I don't know. Yeah. I like the walking into a closet and walking out with abs. Why was it a broom closet? Is that an old, is that an old saying? No. (laughs) It was. It could be a cloak room. It's like walking into a cloak room. Darling, where where's my cloak? <laughs> this is where I put my cloak. Oh my gosh! I set it next to my half glass of wine. I thought it was on the boat. Oh, that's so funny. Oh wait, this isn't my cloak. Whose cloak is this? Oh, oh, this is so funny. This is Gwyneth Paltrow's cloak. Oh. She is good. She is going to think this is so funny. And look what's sitting next to my half glass of wine. Goop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I guess we answered that question. I'd say so. Yeah. I think we can do another. Sure. Question number 14. Is there thump? Is there, th- <laughs> is there something? Is there something that someone wants to know? <laughs> is there 
is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Well, yeah, I mean, I talked about, oh, that's you. You, you have to start. I feel like I started last time. What? No, I did. You read the question. I mean, I, I talked about doing stand-up. I talked about that last show or recently, and I never did it because I was afraid. No, I did it. I mean, I did stand up, you know, I just didn't give it really that much of an effort, I guess. But mm -hmm. I, you know, I tried it. But there was a lot of fear and I didn't like myself very much. I didn't know my point of view. And so I didn't continue. I would like, I would like to direct a movie. Hmm. That's cool. I didn't even feel comfortable saying that. I could tell. Yeah. And it, you orange Cassidy to yourself. My hands are in my pockets now. <laughs> What's that about? Is well, that, that, is that fear? Yeah, that's feeling uncomfortable. Like you'll see whenever I would see um students like in imp musical improv class when they get really nervous and they they were singing, they'd put their hands in their pockets. Always. That's so strange. Every single time. Singing like, with your hands in your you pockets is, doesn't make sense. No, you have to. You have to have your hands to sing. In fact, that was one of the reviews of my show. Do you remember? There was a guy who came to my show and left oh, a review that right. was like, "She has a masterful something like she has a masterful grasp of using her hands to sing or something like that." It was. It was like it was a thing where it was like she always knows what to do with her hands at the right time. It's just something. <laughs> yeah. It was like, that's, there's a lot going on in that show. And there's he walked lot. away with like, gosh, she knew what, to, where her hands were every moment of the show. <laughs> she punctuated every sentence. Why does um, that make you feel uncomfortable? Saying it? Mm-hmm. Um, because then I feel like uh, I have to do it now. Who's going to make you do it? They're you making me direct a movie. <laughs> like you now have to, because you've put it out there, you should do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if that's something you really want to do, I hope you get to do that. Well, it is. And it's something that I've wanted to do since, you know, like I was a kid or a teenager, you know. Well, you don't just start by directing a big feature film. I mean, you know, you just you just have to start directing something something small-ish and then you do that and then you do the next thing and it grows and grows and then you're in can, you know, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth, Gwyneth, you don't want to know it's crazy? <laughs> I'm eating an apple. Isn't um, that your kid's name? <laughs> Yes, I'm so relatable. Oh my God, Gwyneth! Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you wore that fat suit for the Farley Brothers movie? And no, people... that was really hard. No, that was really hard for me. Like, don't make fun of that. That was really hard. For no, me. I'm just, I'm just like, it was. Isn't that crazy? You knew what it was like to be me for a day. Like, like nobody would look at me. I walked on set, and no one would make eye contact with me. <laughs> Awkward. Well, I hope you do do that. Do do. Uh, 
I well then the, the follow up is well why haven't I? I think the only answer to that for anybody is fear. Yeah, I mean pretty much. Or, you know, lack of opportunity. I mean, that's still kind of a privileged answer is fear, you know, because there is also the whole tier of like, oh, well, I work four jobs and, you know, I have no actual time because I'm raising a family or taking care of an elderly parent or Mm -hmm. something like that, you know, but. Yeah, yeah, but. um. I, which, which is an excuse I could use. I mean, I'm not working four jobs or taking care of an elderly plant parent. Elderly uh, plants though. You have lots I'm, of old plants. Why do you kill so many plants, Glennis? I, I don't know. Why is that tree dying? I do not know what happened with that tree. I, I, it was disease truly. Uh, that plant came in here with an illness and had, I had nothing to do with it. I put my half glass of wine in the plant. Oh. I've been watering the tree with wine. Oh my goodness. I am such a silly head. I thought that was my bidet. Oh my goodness. Um, mm-hmm. But I, the excuse, for me, it's an excuse. The time thing. Right. Because yeah. because I think of the people who um, make m- like a movie over the course of... 10 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's um, like the money thing. Well, well the, the time thing, I always think of um, my favorite example is there's a scene in, in Eraserhead, David Lynch's first yes, movie, right? I've seen it. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I watched it high with you. You should like, watch it again. I think I watched it. Well, I know I was way too high. And it I was, was actually it was it was one of the only times that like you and Pete Holmes were like like a like a team on something. <laughs> That's not true. We were in the E Trade commercial together, and we were a team. Oh no, of course, of course. But I'm I'm saying I didn't say it was the only time. Did I say you the said, only time? You did say it was one of the only only times. Yeah. Well, not perfect. No, your episode of you made it weird is is incredible. Oh, that's true. I forgot I did that. Oh, it's it's <laughs> like I it's uh, you know I mean like fuck celebrities like who gives a shit I like. That's what ruined Marin's podcast was like all the, the the first week where I'm like, this person isn't a comedian. I don't know why they're why he's talking to this person. Mm. You know, once that show stopped being like a history of stand up comedy oh, and just yeah. and just became. Oh, I'm just interviewing a celebrity. I was like, and scene <laughs> for me, it's still, you know. Whatever. Yeah. He's the granddaddy of them all. And I like Mark. Yeah. But, um, and it's so funny. I remember when Pete started his show, like, Marin was pissed. Why? Who cares? Like, there's not. Yeah. You but don't I mean, have the market cornered. Who cares? Oh, but completely. But I mean, but when Pete popped up, it was, it was like, oh, he's doing what the fuck, but. He's doing what the fudge, you know? Yeah. Completely. 
I remember I was with Pete. We were shooting a Batman video and Marin sent him an email and was like, hey, man, do you want me to just give you a list of contact, like a contact list for all my past guests? <laughs> and Pete's like, what do I do? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. And I go, here's what you do. Reply. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and Did he, you do that? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. That's so funny. And then Marin's reply was like, I don't know. It was like. Oh, you uh, took me oh yeah was like it completely took the teeth out of it because he's like oh my god i i can't believe you took me seriously you're you're a sweet kid all right i can't be mad oh, at you wow. type of thing wow. yeah <laughs> but but when you guys when because i think jay Bois might have been there too when we watched eraser head stoned out of our minds yeah but it was like me and jay Bois were like this is so important this is so incredible and you and pete were sitting in the back of the room just like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, no, but yeah. for real, like Glennis's episode of You Made It Weird is hands down the fucking funniest episode of yeah, that show. Of course, of course, the funniest ever. Thank you, Maddie. No, but it it fuck, it is. Whatever. No, well, I mean, you have to say that you're married to me, right? That's I'm kidding. But I know, I'm I know. Uh, Please refer to me in the fifth person if you would from now on. Like you kept doing the thing with the song and finding the the melody of a song that you never heard before. No, we only did that once at the very end. I know, but it was fucking amazing. Oh, okay, okay. Whatever. I love you. Okay. But there's a scene in Eraserhead where, oh, I love you, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a scene in Eraserhead where... Um, he's walking down the hallway of his apartment building mm -hmm. and he opens his apartment door and then there's a cut and then the camera's inside the apartment and he walks in between those two shots is a year. Oh yeah. You told me, that. you know, yeah. like he, he, they're like that. He shot that in the hall and then they didn't shoot anything for a year. That's crazy. And then a year later, and it's wild to me to think like, God, that actor Jack Nancy's a year older. Instant, like he walks in the apartment, he's a year older. Yeah. I mean, it just sh goes to show you he loved what he was doing. Like that's just, it's, you know, you take a year right. off and you just pick it right back up. You know, that would be an excuse not to do it. Oh, it's been a year. I might as well just I know. throw in the garbage. <laughs> Fuck. But you should be directing movies. I mean, you know everything about movies. You can quote every movie. I mean, I bet I could name 10 movies in a row and you could give me a quote from every single movie. I mean, I'm not going to do it because I don't know 10 movies, but. <laughs> 10 movies I hate about you. <laughs> can you quote from that? 10 things I hate about you? I can. Do it. Um... It kind of sounded like you said I can't. So now I'm like, are you? <laughs> is that no, I can. I can. I'm just like, I mean, there's the scene where she bangs her head and they're sitting on the swings. And like she has, she's like, she's like, well, what about the accent? It's real. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You okay. can't date until she does. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, I was trying to think of a. I couldn't remember the. What I was trying to think of is the fake band name they gave letters to Cleo in that movie. Oh yeah, I watched that on a plane recently. Good movie. You went to see the wretched to have big fun. Oh man, she was so mad. And then I wrote a song called "The Claire Stare." I mean, that whole scene is incredible. Uh, you know, she she comes. Like, don't she, you, don't you? What did she say? Don't don't you, ca- you don't you? Uh, she's like, uh, don't she's like answer me. Don't you talk to me? <laughs> yeah, she says something like, "Don't you dare say a word when I'm asking you a question." Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, did you? Did you?" And she's like. Well, answer me. And she's like, ah, you told me not to talk. Her hair, Vanessa's hair is huge in that scene. <laughs> yeah, it is. But the best is she comes, the mom, and she comes storming in the house and she slams the front door and the dad is still standing in the, I can't even oh, call yeah. him Dr. Huxtable or Bill Cosby. Yeah, Just, we replaced it with some other actor in our mind. What a shame. Yep. Ugh, so gross. We were all just like, what a, what a real, what a good guy, man. Right. What a part of our childhood. It it's was so funny. Dad. I, since I, as back, far back as I can remember, my father did not like Bill Cosby. That's right. He's just like, don't like him. Your dad is a, either a good judge of character or doesn't like anybody. Or just doesn't like anybody. <laughs> no, he was, he, I, it, Believe me, my dad didn't know he was a serial no, rapist. No, of course. But he picked up on the he's a he's a phony. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But I'm like, but I'm like, but he's undeniably funny. But he's like, no, he's 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 full of shit. Yeah, I never. No, I never saw anything. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Like he just seemed like such a nice person but you just never know of course i mean it's so i remember norm mcdonald's has a i he did it on stage but he also did it on like you know comedians getting coffee in cars mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not the name of that show <laughs> but he's like no, that's, uh, the, that's the uh that's the pete holmes version is, <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> good times um (laughs) this is my norm mcdonald impression let me know what you think oh yeah so uh, (laughs) it's good good, right it's really good he goes uh he goes uh yeah pat oswald uh, you know that, that whole thing with bill cosby came out uh, Pat Oswald said, the worst part is the hypocrisy. And I said, uh, the worst part is the rape. <laughs> right. I heard that. <laughs> it's, it's the raping. Uh, and then the second worst part is the drugging. Yeah. And then maybe like fifth or sixth is the hypocrisy <laughs> of it all. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. I mean, talk about somebody who's just. So, so smart. Fucking effortlessly funny. He, yeah. Did he ever have a talk show? Did he ever like... N- n- no. I'm. Well, he has one now, like on YouTube. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. 
But oh, I, mean, I never watch it. No, he really? had. I mean, yeah, he, he had the uh, sitcom, which was it was all right, the Norm Show or whatever yeah. it was called. Oh, it was yeah. all right. Yeah. Kind but you know, obviously, it. we can update. Yes. Yeah, that's why I was thinking he would just be so good in like a you know he should have taken over for David Letterman. God damn it! It's just so funny, like watching it. It it it's it's. It's almost like revisionist history, I find, when people talk about Norm MacDonald was the best Weekend Update host. Right. Which I don't think he was. No. I think it was insanely funny, but like almost week in and week out, he ate shit (laughs) on that show. That's kind of his... I mean, that's that's kind of his thing. Right. Because it's so... Because he's just like, right, uh... And then he just lets it hang there. Right. He waits for people to get uncomfortable. That's what it is. is and yeah. then they laugh. But it's not like a bing, bang, right. boom, like, you know, Colin Joe's situation. But it was a, oof, going straight for the Joe's chiller. <laughs> no. No, show yourself out. Colin, does it feel like you're at home? <laughs> Wait, did you see that Che put up something on his Instagram where he had a picture of, I think it was just... It was either him and Colin or it was just him like stand. You have to look at it right now. Just standing on uh, like there was like a beautiful scene. Let's say it was the Grand Canyon and he let mm-hmm. people Photoshop. He was like, whoever Photoshop's the best, you know, you have to look at it. I'm saying oh, look at Jesus it now. Jesus Christ. This is on Chase. <laughs> it's Instagram. So funny, yeah. And um, it was really delightful. It didn't okay. happen recently. It was a few back. We'll see. He also posted today that he was asked to be the next Bachelor. <laughs> Shut up. I was like, please let that be true. It's not, of course. Let me see. Oh, do you see that one? This is very boring for our listeners. I'm sorry, guys. We should be doing this on our own time. I, he. Is it true? No. Did he like delete his Instagram? I just saw it earlier today. It's not there. His whole, his Instagram is now three posts. What? And it just says, don't worry about coronavirus. Chances are you won't get it. And even if you do get it, it probably won't kill you. No, that's got to be a fake account. No, this is like verified. Oh. Okay, probably shouldn't say this now, but I was just asked to be the next Bachelor on ABC. Should I do it? (laughs) That's weird. And then it's a picture of the text messages from a contact named ABC Networks. (laughs) Well, they always pick pick the Bachelor from the last group of... This can't be him. That's weird. But I followed it. Did he... But I mean, he's somebody that always runs into like, he like deletes, he, I could see him like he delete. he must've deleted his Instagram and started a new one. Maybe. Oh, that's crazy. Well, anyway, I felt like I followed him, but then I still do follow him because it popped up in my feed. That's weird. Anyway. Okay. We need to end this show. Okay. It's fine. late. God, you're so angry all the time with everyone. <laughs> is that true everybody write in send me your emails let me know if I've been angry with you I love you okay pod at gmail.com 
You can let Matt know if he failed to clean your house. I love you. Okay. Pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Michael J. <laughs> How many Instagram followers do you think Chevy Chase has? 5,672. Close. 44.8 thousand. That's not close, Matt. I know. That's part of what was so hilarious about what I said. Oh. Sometimes I think you're too serious. Remember how we talked about the way that you... Well, I brought that up. Oh, so we didn't talk about it? No. Because you brought it up? I said it and you contributed nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I really hate you so much. I really don't like you. Okay. I'd love to know where this picture is. Is it under Jost's account? Oh, maybe. Let's Go see. to Jost. Jost it up. Jost. God. Colin Jost. Colin Jost. No. Guys, we're going to end the show and we're going to do this on our own time. We apologize. This is now. You're just. No. Are you still there, guys? Hello? They're here. They like the show, Glennis. <laughs> I'm always going to be about us insecure about it, Matt. Deal with it. No, it's all pictures of. ScarJo? No, no. He's just promoting shows. <laughs> okay. Well, good. I'm glad we did this. Well, that's interesting. We, Nancy Drewd, the Michael Chase. No, we didn't find a solution. We have no idea what's going on. Okay. Well. I feel like every week we, we, we start slow. Yeah. Because I feel like we're both uncomfortable because we think we have nothing to say. <laughs> no one likes the show. No, I think that what it is, it's part of that. But I think also it's hard to switch from, you know, it's not like we get on the mic and then we're just like phony. It's just that we get on the mic and we're performing a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, we're doing a show and we don't necessarily we don't talk like this in general around the house like we are, you know much less animated about things or Mm -hmm. whatever. So just, I think it's the switch from one to the other. Don't you think? Yes. And then we, then we get there Mm -hmm. and then we have an amazing episode Mm -hmm. and then we, we, we don't want it to stop. And then Matt doesn't record it. And then we, (laughs) (sighs) he's still scrolling through Instagram. You guys, he's not even looking at me. I am. He's going to say, I love you. Okay. And he's not even going to look me in the eyes. Well, there was something that popped up when I opened my Instagram and then it vanished. And now I can't think of what it was. See, that's annoying to Instagram. I thought right? I fixed that. Now that's <laughs> annoying. Why is it still happening? We talked about No this. kidding. Like that's why you have that little new post thing. No shit. Right? It's so annoying. They have to scroll down. Ugh. And it's so hard. I don't, I don't know where my half glass of wine is. And my Instagram post disappeared. And it's all algorithm now. So it's like I'm seeing things from 10 hours ago. It, like it's, Two days ago. Yeah, like it goes one day ago, eight hours ago, two days ago, 14 hours ago. Do you guys hate Instagram? Three hours ago. Email us. 15 hours ago. I love ago. you, okay, pod at gmail.com. So anyway, I love you, okay? Okay. I've, do you feel like we did it? Yeah, and I mean it's it's been you know how long? Oh God! Yeah, I'm like it's almost been two hours. <laughs> okay, okay. I could talk. I could talk all night. You know I could. And still have, have asked, asked for, for more. more. Little pitchy dog. <laughs> 
I was going to say you still have asked for guac. I could have I, talked I, I, all night. I pressed stop on the recorder so oh long ago. Oh my God, Matt. I hate you, okay? I love you, okay? I love you, okay. We'll be here next week. Yeah, we will. We'll see you then. Okay. <laughs> really? Should I'm I? Hanging. No, you hang up. Should I stop? It? No, hang you up. hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> you hang up. <laughs> no, you. Okay, one, two, three. Ready? Okay. One, two, two three. three. Okay, I stopped it. <gasps> no, you didn't. <laughs> Stop. You're so silly. All right. Okay, I stopped it. No, you didn't. You're such a liar. (laughs) No one's listening to this part. (laughs) I see your finger. Is it still recording? Yes. (laughs) Okay, I am pressing it now. He's not. You stop it. No, now it's a bit. Now we can't end the show. Stop making it a bit. Just leave the room. Put down the microphone and leave the room. I can't. How am I supposed to laugh into the microphone if I put it down? Goodbye. Goodbye.